We're not doing normal imaging? I think Danny did get this yesterday. Oh, that was Jared. On was that Jared on the day before? Yeah. Danny and I look nothing alike. <laughs> I, thought, I thought this was yesterday. I apologize. Do I start the front page now? Yeah. UNLV has hired James All right, Sheets wait, I get l- as you special want me to play teams coordinator. Already started. Already started, Jared. Uh, James Shebest, special teams coordinator of Virginia Tech, Ole Miss, and Arkansas in the past. Uh, he It looks like he was not retained last year by Virginia Tech's uh, new head coach. So I don't believe he coached anywhere in 2022. But he's been a special teams coordinator at the Power 5 level for a long time. Um, I'm not going to ask you to break down a special teams coordinator, but just based on his well, resume, seems like a good hire. Yeah, it does seem like a good hire. It seems like he's with Petrino and this guy. He's going with some guys who've been at pretty big places and have a yeah. lot of experience. He's getting guys to come in who, you know, had good reputations for what they did on the field. <laughs> uh, I genuine question. I wonder how good a recruiter Shebest and um, Petrino are. Well, that's a fair point because, like I said, although Prina got Lamar Jackson, but I mean, I don't know. I, I wasn't at Louisville, so I don't know if it was his assistant who got him. But that's a fair question because we're kind of hearing just what they've done on the field, right? And, like, I, and look, maybe that doesn't matter. Maybe he'll get recruiters elsewhere, right? Like you don't have your special teams coordinator. You don't have to have that guy as your best recruiter. No. But I, but like you do need assistants that are good recruiters, and these sure. are going to end up being the two highest profile assistants they have on staff. And I'm curious if they're plus, if they're a positive gain for the recruiting part, part of this, or are they just simply here because of what they do on field? I mean, I'm with you. I don't know if you're selling kids on a special teams coordinator. I do think there's a chance you're selling them on Bobby Petrino. Maybe. If you're an offensive kid. If you're a high schooler right now, do you know who Bobby Petrino is? No, I think you have to be told. Yeah. I mean, did, did Doug Brumfield know before? Although Doug Brumfield had committed to coming back before they hired Bobby Petrino, but... My guess is he felt good when he heard about some of the guys he had coached. He, I'll tell you what, he knew Lamar Jackson was. Flip on Lamar Jackson Louisville highlights yeah, and just say, say I did that. Yeah. I'm pretty sure, correct me if I'm wrong, Louisville kind of sucked under Petrino as soon as Lamar Jackson was gone. Yes. Okay, uh, yeah. The last two years, <laughs> it was not good. And then he got fired, I believe, the second year after Lamar left when they were like two and six, two and eight, um, something like that. So don't show any highlights after Lamar Jackson. No, just no, Lamar Jackson. No, no just, just do Lamar Jackson's Heisman <laughs> Trophy winning season. Next question. Carlos Correa's agent, Scott Boris, said yesterday that Carlos Correa's wife, parents, brother, and in-laws were outside his hotel when they found out the Giants had postponed his introductory press conference. Did you read the Jeff Passon story? No, I didn't. Did he have more details on it? He had details on it about how they were... Boris was in the hotel room, or I don't know how they find these things out, both on the same 12th floor of this five-star hotel, and the Giants had called worried about, you know, that... That eight-year-old ankle injury. injury from eight years ago. And Boris kind of put him on the spot saying, look, what are we doing here? Is it going to go through or not? And the Giants said, well, we don't know. Um, And I think ultimately passed... Danny made a good point yesterday. I thought, is this just more of someone taking a second look at this deal and saying, how can we invest this much in this guy? Let's find something. And then this ankle thing comes up on the physical, even though it's eight years and they, before. And like, if okay, I think that is somehow what happened here. Somebody within the Giants is like, this is a bad idea. 
But yeah. they waited until three hours before yeah. his introductory press conference. Like, that's just Should have been an hour after you agreed to it. Right. It's like, wait a minute. What did we just do? I. It's just bizarre to me. And God, the Giants look bad. And by the way, did you see who they signed this morning? Michael Conforto, who missed the entire 2021 season with an injury. Yeah, but it wasn't an ankle. <laughs> you got to worry about those ankles from eight years ago. <laughs> they signed a guy. Their big marquee free agent of the offseason is a guy who missed all of last year, <laughs> who might not be able to swing the bat. But they passed on Correa because of an eight-year-old ankle injury. Which Incredible. leads credence to the argument of they didn't like the contract. <laughs> Great question. The Cowboys host the Eagles on Saturday. All right, here we go. Can I tell you this game means absolutely nothing? Well, after the Cowboys lost last week, it doesn't mean nothing. Eagles, uh, if they lose, their chances to get the one seed fall from 97% to 96%. The Cowboys, even if they lose and everybody else wins behind them, they'll still be a half game ahead for the five seed in the ready to NFC. go to Tampa. Bring on Tampa. Exactly. On to Tampa. So it's not that this game means completely nothing. Philly can clinch the one seed and coast the rest of the year. Dallas can, uh, hell, they might even be able to come close to clinching the five seed. But either team that loses here is not really in a different scenario than they are right now. So it sounds like a big matchup, but it's kind of not. I don't like this is not that important of a game. There's not much on the line in this game. No. Like I said, once Dallas lost last week, I mean, they, they were going to have a hard time catching him anyway, but once they lost the trap game to uh, Jacksonville, uh, that was, uh, that was see you later, go to the five seed. All right, hold on. I got to ask you this. Jeff Erickson gave us advice yesterday. You have Devontae Smith in fantasy. I have A.J. Yes. Brown, and he was like, oh, they might start resting guys. You might not see yeah. the big names. I don't have I'm a, playing AJ Brown. Yeah, I don't have anyone good enough to be a backup that I would put him in. I so. think Gardner Minshew's going going nuts. I hope he does. I hope he does. <laughs> because the Dallas is in the five seed. No, I want it 42-40 Dallas with Devontae Smith catching like two touchdowns. Only two? You're yeah. getting 40 points up there for the Eagles and only <laughs> well, two? Well, I'm going to give your guy some. You can ask for more than I'm gonna two give in your, your guys fantasy. Go, go. You need to get the uh, Alvin Kamara six-touchdown game from two oh, years ago. Love that. Yeah, get that. Get to the finals. You, get to the finals. Ed, you're over here wishing for things. Wish for the best possible outcome, <laughs> not two touchdowns. Well, hopefully like 90 yards and two touchdowns. No, you want 175 and four. Uh, uh, we'll see. The Broncos and Rams play on Christmas Day. What do we do to deserve this? You were a very naughty, naughty boy. <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> this this is the NFL going, here's a lump of coal, you deal with it. Well, no, the problem is the, the NFL probably thought this was going to be a great game. Oh, yeah. When they made How the, many times they made did the they schedule? put the Broncos in primetime this yeah. year? Actually, I should stop complaining. The Broncos in primetime are great. You are, actually, you are, because we at least all get to come together on Twitter and go, That's right. Why the hell isn't it going to timeout? <laughs> we are going to all be brought together because the Broncos are going to. Here's the reason the Broncos are great. Every Plus game they, he's going to have a knot on his head. Every game they play is close because their defense is great and their offense is Well, they don't give up 18 horrific. points. Right. Every game they play is close. This game is going to be 10-9 to 9 in the fourth quarter. So you get the drama of a close game. And their quarterback and coach are horrible. And one of the things we love to do with the NFL is second-guess the coach and second-guess the, the quarterback. quarterback. So we get every time the Broncos are on prime time, 
You get to second guess to do high what profile. What time tech. is this game? This is the middle game, so one thirty or something afternoon. like that. Uh, so Broncos always great in prime time, but they're playing the Rams and Baker. This is bad. Whoa! This is bad. Whoa! It's the Nickelodeon game, though. Oh! So we at least get Slime. like no. Slime. What I really want is every single mistake they like play like a slide whistle, like whoop, boing. This is. <laughs> do they still have the kid reporters? Isn't that the whole I, point of Nickelodeon? Because I want some Nickelodeon kid just ripping the hell out of everybody. Has there ever been a game better for Nickelodeon than this one? I mean, they made Mitch Trubisky the, what is it, the slime in, VP? In VP? Slime MVP. In VP is what MVP? it is. Genuine question. Um, whichever kid that's actually going to get to do the sideline reporting for Nickelodeon, right? That's the one of the big things. They have a kid be the sideline yes. reporter. Should they actually have that kid coach the Broncos? <laughs> That would be great. I think that's what the way well, to go. No, I think like, it's like, I'm going to get fired anyway. You can call play if yeah. you want. Maybe they bring the kid back from Iowa State. With, no, uh, Idaho State. Oh, Remember that the kid? one who was telling his dad, dad what to call, call timeouts? Yeah. yeah Let that kid half. be the slime kid. He's better than Hackett. Yes. So, okay. Uh, one kid gets to coach the Broncos. One kid gets to play quarterback for the Rams. Good. I, I, honestly, I honestly think that. You should let it get, like he should be all time quarterback. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> two hand touch or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like he's like I, I get to so I just get to play offense. It's yeah. great. Kalong told me a couple of days ago. I, you gotta get rid of this echo. <laughs> can't talk. I'm drunk. Whatever. <laughs> this is my favorite tweet of the weekend. Brian Howell tweeted this out. Colorado Board of Regents. Approved Deion Sanders' contract as head coach by a vote of 8-1. to one. The only no vote came from Jack Kroll, who typically votes no, but was also at Sanders' introductory celebration on December 4th. We had, uh, I forget who, who was it? Um, Rick Treshock, who Treshock. always he votes always no. He always voted no on coaches' contracts. Yep, even though his dad, I believe, was a coach, a football coach. Yeah, Is that the, true? Yeah, but, I'm almost certain he was a Rick Treshock who voted no on every coach's contract. His dad, I think, was a football coach at Vada, not UNLV. I think he was a head football coach in Reno. Well, uh, yeah. But his dad, but wow. that was back when, you know, his dad was also the biology teacher. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I just love that there is still a state university out there that has to go through the Board of Regents to get their coach contracts resolved. The information I don't know, did Deion Sanders have to sit at a three-hour Board of Regents meeting? My next statement was it was prime in attendance. When they were talking about Prime's contract. <laughs> and he had to not... I mean, could Prime sit there for three hours and not say anything? God, do you know how great that would have been? That'd be impossible. I mean, it would be, it would be great because he'd probably at some point put his feet up and just start playing, like, Raid Shadow Legends <laughs> on his phone. Just, huh? Uh, you guys Y'all keep go talking. To portal. I miss him. We're, we're moving to Colorado to cover Colorado border regions in their oh. meetings now. It's very important to do. I don't care about him. Next question. All right. I needed to give you an update here. I told you a little bit about it yesterday. Peyton Bowen. He's the five-star recruit that was originally committed to Notre Dame. Then on Wednesday, decommitted and committed to Oregon. Yesterday, he officially signed with Oklahoma. I think he also released a, like, apology. 700-word apology. apology to everyone for how he handled this. <laughs> uh 
Notre Dame fans, Oregon fans, everyone he apologized to for how he handled it. I love this kid. He's 17. Yeah. It's a little like, did he have a lawyer present? Probably not. <laughs> no. Like, he's about to make a very important life decision. <laughs> Notre Dame, Oregon, Oklahoma. He's already uh, angered two big fan bases in college football. <laughs> I don't know Oklahoma's schedule, but I hope they get both of them on there over the next four years so that Peyton Bowen can play them both. All right, coming up next, we'll get into some Golden Knights. Top and back to the left. Hager, wrist shot, tipped home! Amadio! In his 250th National Hockey League game, Michael Amadio gives the Knights a 5-2 lead on his second goal of the season. It's the Press Box with Brady and Bischoff on ESPN Las Vegas. Coming up later in the show, we have Kevin Hart tickets to give away, so stay tuned. 9 o'clock hour, we'll give away Kevin Hart tickets. We've also got Iggy Pop tickets, and we've also got some Porta subs uh, to give away on the show today. So a lot more still coming. Also, this afternoon, Cofield and Company, it's their Festivus show. You have the opportunity to call in and complain about whatever you want to complain about on our show, on Cofield and Company, any of the shows here at Lotus. It can be Fox Sports Las Vegas. can be Raider Nation Radio. The 3 o'clock and the 5 o'clock hour on Cofield and Company, that's when they are taking calls. You can also call right now and leave a message. There is a voicemail line set up, 702-509-1325. 702-509-1325. You can call that right now if you want and record a message and make Ari scramble to figure out if it's okay to play and play it this afternoon. <laughs> Uh, so that again, 702-509-1325. It's Cofield and Company's Festivus show. Very excited. And Danny's in here. And if people saw what Danny was wearing, I think the first Festivus call we would pretty much wrap up. He's uh, Buddy the Elf. Has the hat on. Has an entire... It is like one outfit. It's one like onesie. Uh, it's a huge one. What did you do with the shoes here? You got Crocs on. We got to get him on mic, ladies and gentlemen. Oh yeah, go 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 get on a mic. You've got Crocs on over here instead of like where's the, where's like the L, you're like, you're all out except for the shoes. Yeah, well, I, the outfit didn't come with elf shoes, and I I'm on can't it. Find, <laughs> I can't find my regular tennis shoes, so it's what? either Crocs okay, or so I wear you, cowboy hold, boots. Hold on, you showed up dressed as Buddy the Elf, and we're about to spend ten minutes trying to figure out you lost your shoes. Yes. I cannot find my shoes. Your anywhere. regular tennis shoes that you wear every day? Okay, hold on. Before yeah. we get into you Put losing them by the your bed. shoes. I, they're normally by the front door. Do you I have, can't find them. Do you have more than one pair of tennis shoes? That don't have holes? No. <laughs> I run my shoes down until I pretty much can't wear them anymore. Like, I have a pair of Chucks, but they have probably four or five holes. Like, on you don't foot. own more than one pair of tennis shoes? No. That's... Really? I alternate between tennis shoes and my cowboy boots. I've always liked Danny. That's weird, right? No. That he has yeah. one pair of shoes until they're like unwearable? Yeah. No, right. it's completely normal. I don't know. I have different pairs of shoes. Right. Right. But you also, no, yeah, you have different pairs of shoes. You have a pair of uh, dress converse, a pair of cowboy boots, and your sneakers. That's it. I have in all this of those. Case, I had sneakers, cowboy boots, and my Crocs. I lost yeah. my now you just his said Crocs are his dress converse. You just said something uh, that's interesting. Is yours a house where you must take off the shoes before you go in? 
No. No. But you leave your shoes by the door. Yes. If I'm if I'm home and I'm not going back out, I'll take my shoes off and I put them by the door. But if I'm eventually going back out that day, I leave them on. Even if I'm going out five hours later, I leave them on. <laughs> All right, degenerate Why daddy. Is it that I can only find I can only find Buddy the Elf shoes in size nines. Yeah, that wouldn't do for me. Yeah, no, I'm like so. Okay, all right. I can. I see assume the like a, you're your size fourteen. You, you keep saying more things. Yes. You you leave your shoes on in your house, even if you're going to be at your house for like four hours before you leave again. Yes. Ah, uh, my shoes are off within like ten seconds. But it's not a house where you must take your shoes off. It's a house where you must freeze. <laughs> are you not more comfortable with your shoes off? Um, that thought's never crossed your mind based on your response. Do really. you yeah, put your feet up God. on a chair or a couch? No. Okay. Oh, yeah. I can't get caught doing that. Like, I'll, I'll, like, put one foot over, like, my other knee, but I don't put them up on the couch or anything. All right. So what happened to your shoes? He literally just said the most complicated way to say, I cross my legs yeah, sometimes. Yes. <laughs> I put my foot up on my knee. Yeah, what I, happened to your shoes? Did somebody know. steal them off your, like, I'm assuming you say you leave them by the front door. It's not like enclosed. Like so anybody could just walk up to your front door. Well, no, right? I leave them in, in the house. but by Oh, the inside door. the house. Yeah. Oh, so they couldn't have been stolen unless right. somebody came in the house. Exactly. And you have no idea where they are. No idea. I haven't seen them in... When, oh, when did clicked UNLV, on that website. When did UNLV play San Diego? Was it oh two my weeks ago? God. Three weeks ago? Have you, you haven't seen your shoes in three weeks? Did you no. leave them at the hotel? <laughs> no, because when, when Did you we wear traveled, your shoes on the trip? No, I only wore my cowboy boots and my dress shoes. And I wore both of those yesterday, so I didn't lose either of those. You're walking around with dress shoes on? He doesn't have tennis shoes. So what, <laughs> well, he's got no, Crocs for, boots for the game, or dress yeah, shoes. He's got dress the shoes. Game, like they're called I, Crocs. When I work, when I work with UNLV, I wear my dress shoes. Right. And when okay. I'm not working there, sure? I wear my cowboy shoes until I until I go buy tennis shoes. <laughs> this makes sense to me. You so would if, go three weeks without tennis shoes? Yeah, because I mean, I can I could wear my cowboy boots, and then if for some reason I just don't feel like it, like today, I wore my Crocs. I got I I, I <laughs> oh, Danny and I also have holiday socks on too. They look like little snowballs. They do not. Those just are blue with white dots on them. They look like snowballs. They do not look like snowballs at all. <laughs> snowballs are just a round white circle. I, I know this is supposed to be kind of a short segment. Are we going to talk about the Golden Knights? No, no, Danny's no, over here with like an elf. Danny's much more. Much we don't more even care about the elf costume. He's got one pair of shoes, and he lost them a month ago. I am confused by only only one pair of cowboy boots. Yeah, no, I've actually been meaning to go get some new ones. I yeah. only own one I pair. Was, I was talking to Damon, and because I know he was looking for cowboy boots like a month ago, and I told him about a sale about when I got mine, which is still going on. It's buy one get two for free. So don't I was gonna don't go say the that. Oh no! Oh, no don't, right. Yeah, they don't pay us. Oh, don't say right. the store. Can't say I was the store. Go in with him on a pair. We could split, and or one of us pay more and get the second of the three pair. But he went and got his own, so. I'm looking for other investors. You were going to have like three pairs of cowboy boots? Yeah, why not? Yeah, that's how But it... you only have you have zero pairs of tennis shoes at the moment. Oh, I'm going to go get well, another Well, he didn't pair know eventually. that at the time. Yeah, yeah at dressed... the time I still had my tennis shoes. He dressed the boots up or down. <laughs> uh, I mean, 
Both, I and he doesn't have tennis shoes right now. I don't wear them like with suits or anything because I have dress shoes, but I wear them like with just with jeans or occasionally if I just need to run out to the car, I'm I'm in some shorts. Boots, jeans, sport jacket. Uh, yeah, I've done that a couple of times, yes. but not many. It's a good look. It is. I feel like you should have worn look. the boots. Good look. You should have worn the boots with the elf costume today. Yeah, I know, but it's just I don't know. I feel like camo Crocs go but then, better with Yeah, camo Crocs, yeah. absolutely. It's a, he's matching colors. No, he is not. They're not even green camo. They're gray and black camo. He's doing his best. It is also camo. I'm 90% sure that Danny has some level of color blindness. So the fact that he's... <laughs> <laughs> I, I, think ding, 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 that, I think he's doing his best on any day. All right, show of hands. Who has slippers? I used to. Who wears slippers? I would if I still had mine. He lost those. They were lost with the... But also, like, slippers. Like, I love wearing house slippers. However, my feet get incredibly overheated when I wear them for too much. That's why I kind of keep the temperature down and not turned up in my house. And I assume you're telling us you wear slippers? I have them. I don't wear them. Ah. He throws them. them. (laughs) I throw them against the television when the Dodgers are losing. That's that's actually true. <laughs> oh my god, I was joking, <laughs> Jesus man. They're nice and soft. They yeah, exactly. Actually, yeah, they're not going to do too much damage. They're a good thing to throw. All right, uh, Buddy the Elf, Danny Degenerate is in here wearing Crocs because he lost his shoes. Coming up next, <laughs> Q joins the show. We're back to the press box with Grainy and Bischoff. This might be one of the dumbest games I've ever seen. Coming up next hour, Kevin Hart tickets. Stay tuned. Also, this afternoon, it's Festivus on Cofield and Company. 3 o'clock, 5 o'clock. Those hours you can call in. Please rip us. You can also rip our boss, Q, who joins us now. You can hear him over on Raider Nation Radio from 2 to 5 every day. Hello, Q. Actually, hold on. Hold on, Q. I've got an important question for you. How How many pairs of tennis shoes do you own? Um, Probably like seven to eight. Okay. Uh, if you're unaware, uh, Degenerate Danny is wandering around the office today dressed as Buddy the Elf. Uh, it's a great costume, <laughs> but he's wearing camo Crocs with his oh. Buddy the Elf costume. And we just discovered that Danny's wearing Crocs because he lost his tennis shoes three weeks ago, by the way, and he only owns one pair of tennis shoes at a time. What in the world is wrong with him? I have Why? no idea. Nah, yeah, that's the problem. Danny only has one pair of shoes. Unbelievable. And that, he, that doesn't make any sense. And he lost them three weeks ago. He's been going without tennis shoes for three weeks. Oh, yeah, he's got a problem. See, he needs to stop making all those trips to Arizona, which is already funny <laughs> yeah. enough to go gamble. And he needs to go down to the store and pick up a couple pair of Nikes or something and uh, have a couple extras Ow. just in case he loses. And by the way, who loses their shoes? Right, right, he and he's, no he's been gambling in Arizona. <laughs> he said How he you walks lose in... your shoes. I've heard of losing your shirt, yeah. but not losing your shoes. He said he walks in the house and puts his shoes right by the door. He hasn't seen them in three weeks. <laughs> oh my goodness, man! He got a problem with the door. Then something's going on with the door. All right, unbelievable. In what spectacular way will the Raiders win or lose this week? Man, that's a great question, right? I'm just thinking about the elements. First of all, before you even think about really the game, just thinking about all the elements that are going to be playing against them, the factors that are going to be playing against them. I mean, you're talking about what negative of 11 uh, wind chill factor there. And I just talked to my buddy in Pittsburgh, and he said, "Man, it's so cold. Nobody's leaving the house. He just put salt in front of his house." He said, "It is ice cold and ugly." So 
Um, that that's already one element. Then you got the Franco Harris effect. So who knows how this game can end up and what craziness that we'll probably never ever see again. Uh, this I, I don't know, man. It's it's going to be absolutely nuts to see how this game shakes out on Saturday night. Q, can it happen? Can they do enough to get in? I mean, they could, right? I just I don't I don't feel comfortable, and and I feel like I'd be lying to you if I said that I think that they will, right? I think that they have just too many elements playing against them. Even if they squeak past the Steelers tomorrow, I mean, they got the 49ers coming to town with an incredible defense, and then they got Kansas City on Sunday night or uh, the the Week 18. They ain't gonna lay down, you know? I mean, it's just I, I don't I don't see it happening at all. But we've also seen crazier things happen that I would never believe have happened either. So there's that. So I guess there's a chance but it's not a very good chance. Uh, given the cold weather and given Derek Carr's past in cold weather, is it is it too simplistic to say, yeah, this game just comes down to who runs the ball well in the cold weather? No, I think it's exactly that. I think that's what it is. You know, I wouldn't even be surprised if this ends up being that game. Remember last season when the when the Patriots ran the Rock, what, 63 <laughs> times against the Bills, and, and they only threw the ball three times? I wouldn't be surprised if that happened, except for the fact that the Raiders have Devontae Adams and Darren Waller and Hunter Renfro, so you would think that they put the ball in the air a little bit more than that, and the Steelers' secondary is not very good at this point, except for Minka Fitzpatrick, so you watch where he's at and then, you know, throw the ball accordingly, but... I'd not be shocked, and I wouldn't even be upset if they ran the ball like that. I mean, I just I think that that's the best recipe to win the game is have a healthy dose of Josh Jacobs, who, by the way, is not on the injury report, so he's clearly healthy. That's a good thing. Uh, do we make too much of Derek Carr's cold weather record, or do you think that's a that's a fair criticism of him so far in his career? I think it's a fair criticism, but I will say he's done better, right? He hasn't done as bad as he did, especially earlier in his career, where you just knew if it was a colder game, it was going to be an L. I think that he's done a little bit better with that uh, as of late. You know, I know going to Cleveland, played there, and it was some really bad weather. He's played in a couple other places and, and done pretty well. I think he'll be okay. Uh, but, again, I just prefer to see 28 with the ball in his hand early and often. Give it to him 28, 30 times, and, I, and, and I'll take my chances with the results. Uh, do you have any expectation that uh, Dylan Parham and Alex Bars play this weekend? No, I'm really that's, – that's probably going to be the biggest key right? Because uh, when they went out of the game, well, when Parham went out of the game on Sunday against the Patriots, that offensive line just went to shambles as far as I'm concerned. And Mars has been out. I know that they were limited in practice, so that's kind of a positive step in the right direction. But if those guys aren't out there and you've got to have, you know, the guys in there filling in, uh, Grasso and and also, um, I forget the other guy's name, but that just lets you know uh, where he's at right there. Um, but it's just, I don't have a lot of confidence in those cats uh, along the offensive line. And uh, that's why the second half of that game against the Patriots was so poor offensively for the Raiders. They couldn't get anything going with the guys they had. Those guards are, are pretty suspect. So they need bars and they need Parham. I'm just not sure if that's going to happen tomorrow night. So did we criticize Chandler Jones too much? No, no, not at all. Just, I mean, just because you make the plays doesn't mean that you're exempt for everything that happened early in the season when you weren't performing. And I know that every player has said it, and Ed, you've been in the locker room when they've said it. He's done some great things for the team, and he's provided a lot of juice and what he does in practice. But at the end of the day, man, it's a result-based business, and he didn't have the results early in the season. Now he has, you know, four-and-a-half sacks. He has some pressures, has a big play that uh, ended the game on, on Sunday. But, you know, again, and it was talked about in the media room the other day that, you know, he was actually sitting down on the logo when the when when the play started to come back his direction, and that's when he jumped up. So he had almost kind of almost quit. I don't want to say quit on the play, but kind of gave up on the play before he realized he could be a factor and then jump back up. So uh, no, I, I don't think that the criticism was unfair. I just think that you know he's finally showing up to the party, and it's nice. But 
You got paid a whole lot of money, so the criticism is going to be there. S- sitting on the logo, that's 25 push-ups. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? There are some people in the locker room, uh, some of the Patriot reporters that were walking around the locker room on Sunday night, or Sunday uh, afternoon, I should say, and uh, they crossed the logo multiple times, and I don't think they ever did that 25 push-ups. You know, you know they yeah. caught me a week ago, right? Did you yeah, I heard push-ups? about that, but I heard I you hammered them out, man. Sure. I easy. heard you were the man. Oh, Come on. Huh? man. Oh. No, I heard he was the man. 25 and, and easy. Who, who, somebody filmed you. And you said, yeah. no, don't tweet it out. But, oh, I think it was Hondo who said that. Yeah. I think he said that, you, you, man, you hammered those 25 pushes out. I, I made a mistake. I was talking to Stidham and Daron Harmon, who you and I will both uh, agree is one of the best interviews in the room. And he said, and yep. by the way, Daron Harmon stands and talks every day. Like, he never ditches media. He's, he's incredible. So once I saw him get to his locker, I said, I've got to get to him. Not even thinking, walked right across that baby. Oh. It wasn't even just touching the outside of it. I mean, I walked right across. And I forget who it was. He just stared at me, goes, Let me, let's go. And I said, oh, wow. oh, well. Did you get but to you talk to him? But you hammered him out, Harmon? man. I mean, that's the, thing. Yes. that's the most impressive thing is that you hammered him out. Like, uh, homeboy would have, uh, what's his name, uh, Beast, he probably would have found a way not to do him. And he's got like 5 million muscles. <laughs> exactly. So you're good. The Beast would have gotten one arms. <laughs> nah, the beast would have been one arm, and then he probably would have seen a cricket or something, and, and got all scared or whatever, like he does. He, he, uh, he, yeah, he's, he's a suspect beast at times, man. All right, uh, Q. Before we let you go, I'm curious, what's the uh, number one holiday tradition this weekend for your family? Um, we don't really have any holiday traditions. You know, I'm like the Grinch. So Him I don't working. Really... <laughs> yeah, exactly. The holiday tradition for me is working, you know, so I'm going to be doing that all weekend long while the family is trying to do something, spending my money. So, uh, you know, <laughs> something like that. We don't live in Texas anymore, so the family can't come over, so that's cool, right? <laughs> so, yeah, you don't, you don't want family over on Christmas, I'll tell you that. No, who wants that? Who wants that? Family's overrated. There's always a point where you want them to go home, isn't there? All right. You can hear Q over on Raider Nation Radio every day from 2 to 5. Q, as always. I got a tease for you real quick. Yeah. Okay. After you guys are done, after the press box is over, me and Jason Fitz, if you keep it right here on ESPN Las Vegas, you'll hear us on ESPN National. Ah. So there you go. Just transition from the press box to Jason Fitz and myself filling in on Barton Hahn. So, you know what I mean? Like, we're, we're, we're a big family. Like I said, work, work, work. Let's do it. You know, right. it's, it's Festivus. Are you looking forward to hearing what happens? Oh, yeah. I'm sure I'm going to get, you know, ripped the bunch, but that's all right. That's what, that's what we want. That's, that's what, what we it's want. for. Rip you us. want, it, you want yeah. to lead the entire show. Yes. All right, Q, thank you so much for joining Thanks, us. Have a good weekend. All right, man. You guys be good. Appreciate you. Uh, so there is Q again. Two to five on Raider Nation Radio and right after us today. Uh, with Jason Fitz, uh, that's that shouldn't be allowed. An ES an ESPN national show with two guys that love the Raiders. Oh, oh man. Well, but what does misery love? Company. Yeah, yeah. They're just going to spend the whole time talking about how bad it's been for the Raiders. That's come on. All right, we got tickets to give away. It's better than ninety percent of the program being. Man, the Jets aren't good. I don't know. It's kind of fun today. Right. It's fun today. It's not fun. Every single day for the last six months. All right. We got tickets to give away to go see Iggy Pop. He's playing at the Pearl at the Palms on Saturday, April 29th. We'll say call it number five. It's 702-364-1100. That's 702-364-1100. You'll win two tickets to go see Iggy Pop. Strong defensive rebounding night for the Jazz. Walker's got 12 boards. Nice pick by Walker. Clears Beasley. Rises. Fires. it. Utah by eight, their largest lead of the night. Live from the Finley Toyota ESPN Las Vegas studios, this is The Press Box with Grady and Bischoff.
I feel like it's bad that Jared is running the show and just said, I don't know what this is while playing this song. This could have been anything. Oh, the amount of time. I, did I not tell you? We had the UNLV fight song, just labeled UNLV fight song in the system. Halfway through it, it's the UNLV pregame show with Steve Cofield. <laughs> and I'm just like, that is not the UNLV fight song. That's got imaging. But this worked out. It's it. Well, for now, it might be the UNLV <laughs> pregame show with Steve, Steve Cofield. Cofield. Might be coming soon. Um, actually, Ed, I did want to ask you this. Both your kids back in town? They're both back in town. Oh, look at that. Son arrived yesterday. Well, I had to sit an hour and a half on the tarmac. He wasn't. Happy. Oh, you went back to the airport? Oh, he sat on the tarmac. No, he sat on the tarmac. How long did it take to pick him up? Uh, well, his flight was two hours delayed. So, uh, you know, we went and we kept track of it on the, uh, on yeah. the tracker and went when it was supposed to land. And the Santa tracker? Kid walked out and uh, got in the car and said I, want, said, I want ramen immediately. And uh, he was taking a ramen to get a big bowl of ramen. And, uh, yeah, he gets off planes and he's either, I want sushi or I want ramen. So you didn't have to wait in the passenger pickup line for two no, hours or whatever no, you did no. over Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. All right, that's good. What uh, What's your what's your big Thanksgiving or Christmas tradition? Uh, Well, uh, certain You get to turn certain, the heat no, up to 66? No, no, God, no. <laughs> no let's not be silly. Let's not be silly. He puts um, on a bunch of ugly sweaters because he's freezing. <laughs> uh, certain foods on Christmas Eve. Devil eggs. After church. Although this year it's going to be tough because i got to cover the Raiders on yeah, TV. The yeah, the Raiders. i got to cover the Raiders on TV. <laughs> there is a midnight mass, though. Yeah, we talked about those JR yesterday. Don't go to that. It's at midnight. It is at midnight. What are you doing um, with yourself? I, I, I'll... My guess is, and I guess I shouldn't say the sacrilegious. The family will go, and I'll probably have to. Well, I have to cover there. I have to do a report Just card. I have go, to watch the game. Go on Christmas. I have to watch the game. That's, and I'm writing that day too. Yeah, whatever, <laughs> so, whatever. That's uh, fine. We, we, you know, you used to wake up early. Now, I mean, we have to drag them out. At what age did your kids stop getting up early? Oh, uh, high school, high school, and we had to drag them out. Really, thirteen, fourteen. Yeah. Yeah, we had to wow. 15, 16, we had to drag them out. Oh, yeah. come on. They still got to be excited for Christmas. They should have been. Right? With what they got. Right? Yeah, exactly. The daughter, as we speak, I'm sure waking up early because she's going to get her gift, which is a new phone. I'm sure she's Oh, be, she's getting one. You yes, told us this is yes. going to be a big deal. This is a big deal. She'll be first. She'll be first in line today. She'll be first in line. It took her <laughs> it took her at least 6 hours yesterday to transfer all her pictures and all the stuff she didn't want to lose. I'm sure all her videos and TikTok and... Don't they do that for you? What else are they doing? I don't know what she was doing in that room. Maybe she just didn't want to talk to us and she told us she was doing that. That's <laughs> that's usually a good thing, too. Like she said she was in her room transferring a bunch of stuff over. And I thought that, too, because when I got my new phone, they just cooked it up to a line and... Yeah, if, and if it's iPhone, it you done, just sign in with your Apple done, ID just, and Everything was go. there, yeah. So, <laughs> so she was making now, some bleep up. So now that, you say, now that you. you say that, she's just probably trying to avoid us. Um, yeah, play some games, get them talking to each other. Oh, what games? Last night it was a new game that she got. How well do you know each other? How well do you know one another? And you'd ask questions. Like the newlywed game? Not so much, but you'd ask a question and we'd all have to write about one person. and The three of us would have to write down the answer. 
and see if you were right. I mean, it wasn't complicated. Oh, sounds like a fun game. My uh, future mother-in-law loves the, like, Thanksgiving, it's Christmas, we're playing some sort of game, or just like a... She like for Thanksgiving, she literally had a deck of cards that she bought that were just like to ask people questions just to be the like questions were on the cards. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. just to like ask questions about yourself, basically. Yeah. And then you mm-hmm. got to answer. She loves those. I think I'm the only other one that likes playing those games. I, you do like it. Oh, absolutely. They're they're fun. You get to make fun of everybody that's there. You guys ever play categories? I mean, when I was like 12. <laughs> Okay. Wait, what's the difference between categories and categories? I, I don't think they're... they're Danny, oh, Danny's, Danny's, Danny's running Danny to the mic. Danny's running to the mic. Danny was ready for this question. Well, so if it's what I'm thinking of, so like categories, it could be like you get a letter and it's just whatever the line is asking. With categories, I believe you get a letter, but there's like a clue and it all falls under a category. Like a specific category. Like sports. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I bought a D&D starter set so that my family could play Dungeons and Dragons over the, the Are Christmas. Are they going to play? Unfortunately, we don't have enough people. What do you mean you don't have enough people? You need four people plus the DM, and I would probably wind up being the DM because I'm the only one who, anytime they buy a board game, reads the freaking rules. <laughs> My sister lives in Kansas City, and I don't have any friends. Yeah. Brandy plays Dungeons and Dragons. So do I. She plays it online, like uh, like Zooms like, with her yeah. friends or whatever the hell it is. Oh, like just get a group of people? Yeah. yeah. I mean, all it takes is like a dice generator and somebody who's right. relatively good at being like... Is it a difficult game? No. no. It's it's a lot of just imagination and just rolling dice. The, the, dun- the DM creates the game yeah the person like, in charge like you create yeah. you create your character okay and there there's a whole like you can have like character sheets with all your skills or whatever attributes but then the dm like creates the game and presents scenarios that you have to make decisions on what to do and then you roll a dice one to 20 to see how well you do whatever action you're gonna and do. you walk into the room and there's an enormous fireball coming at you what do you do <laughs> like that's literally <laughs> duck Okay, yeah. roll to see if you if you have the agility to duck. Yeah, yeah and then roll you have to, to hit 20. a certain number. If your if your number's too low, you might not move out of the way fast enough. If it's too <laughs> you high, you, you get away you easily. Can, yeah, if it's if it's a twenty, you literally bounce it back at whatever shot the fire at you. I'm actually in the middle of doing a campaign for Borderlands Dungeons and Dragons. It's pretty. Cool. Everybody's always in the middle. Uh, well, how long does this game take? As long as, as, long as you as want, you want it to. It can just keep going. Oh yeah, yeah. Right. mine's. Yeah, Brandy, my she she started playing. They just started like two months ago. But the people she's playing with, like two years, yeah. they played one campaign. Of but you can and also do and it's done. You can also do a really <laughs> shortened version to literally only yeah. last one session. However long that session is, it could be two hours. It could and be then ten someone hours. Wins. Yeah, I I once did that as a I put a bunch of people on a boat and was like, okay, basically you're you're on this boat for three hours. You have to solve all these problems on the boat. Think of it this way. It is a video game, and you are a character in the video game. Okay. However long it takes you to complete the game. could be a couple hours. It could be months. It could be years. It all depends. Wow. wow. <laughs> and at the end, though, somebody wins. Well, not necessarily. No, not, the it's, team, it's, it's, you're, usually yeah. you're working as a team with the other 
players. There's okay. no winners and losers. It's not like Monopoly where everyone hates one person. Yeah, <laughs> every, the game, everyone's a loser in Monopoly. You could make it that way, Jared. Okay, my the goal is to never make it that way. <laughs> you could make it that way. Actually, it might be better. Ed's on to it. It's better that way. To make them all fight at the end, see who wins. I mean... I, I once had a friend of mine cry when his character that he had had through all through high school into college, and I like was like, "Dude, you, you're dead," and he just was like, "But I'm, but but, but I've been alive for so long." You killed him, Jared. Unbelievable. Yeah. There you go. Uh, we're gonna eat oyster stew tomorrow. I've complained about this to you guys before. I totally got screwed on the Christmas traditions. Oyster stews, the like big meal. Rocky That's the big oysters? tradition at the house? From my dad's side of the family, yeah. Milk, butter, and oysters. Ooh. So milk, butter, and a booger. Basically. <laughs> Ooh, salty booger. Yeah, totally got screwed. Ooh. And I'll eat it happily. It's not bad, but could have been like literally anything on earth. And it's oyster stew. It's brutal.